0: All right, I gotta do my thing.
1: Mm. What's your thing? What's your thing? I put, I you put a
0: cough drop in my mouth.
1: Oh, okay. okay. Well, you're
0: taking drugs on this podcast. I thought this was a no-drugs zone.
1: Well, we're breaking is... the rules this time. Listen, this man. Drugs...
2: This is a drug. This is a. This is not a drug-free zone. This is an all-drug zone. Adam, oh,
1: smoke this doobie with me. <sighs> <sighs> so good. So put fine. the Pink fluid on, <laughs> man. We're doing <laughs> shit. What the fuck? <laughs> Whoa, you're just a something in the wall. Hello, strangers on the internet, savoring the sweet flavors of victory via osmosis welcome to Nitwick, the podcast about friends and video games yes video games this week we talk about health systems those funny bars and swatches of red that dictate if our avatars are alive or dead it's relatively straightforward so we're just gonna jump on into it my name's drew fasciano and a fun life hack you can do at home kids instead of eating ice cream for dessert try a bowl of cereal there's tons of sugar and it tastes delicious now it is Adam's turn, but...
0: but that
2: slightly yes. ruins the <laughs> ice cream. Like,
1: what? <laughs> yeah, but that's breakfast. You can't have breakfast for dessert. You, can are, you have... are you telling that's me how to live vulgar. my life? Are you telling me how to live my life? There's sugar on yes. both. If they can make a cereal out of cookies, I can eat it for dessert. No, no, do the, do the superior
0: version. Just take whole <laughs> chocolate chip or whole Oreos, put them in a bowl, and then pour milk on it, BAM! That's not a bowl of cookies, that's technically cereal.
1: I feel like that's not a very good life hack. I feel like that's not not tested at all, (laughs) whatsoever. Uh, Hi, my name is Adam, Uh, and a fun life hack you can
0: do. God, I don't really know that many life hacks. Uh, Oh my. If you take a glass of milk, and you take Mm -hmm. a a whole bunch of Oreos, you can crush them up or put them in the milk and pour milk on it so they're all soggy, and that way, you can eat a ton of Oreos and nobody knows that you did. Because this,
1: no this
2: is a lot of this is a lot of food related life hacks.
0: It
1: is. It is a lot of food related life hacks. I'm All right, impressed. Uh, here's a
0: different one. Uh, life hack. Um, save money on laundry by never changing clothes. <laughs> if cartoon characters can get away with it, I don't see why I can't. Very. You know. Interesting okay. Suggestion. Okay. I'll
2: um, take it. Hi there, everybody. I'm Zach. And, uh, a friendly life hack is if you have things to do in multiple rooms, do them one room at a time, get everything done in one room, then the next, then the next. It's not as much a hack, just a, you know, winning the, the, uh, the, the bottom level bar of
0: organization. How else, how the... else would you do it? Like, <laughs> and that's the lesson <laughs> of the day, friends. <laughs> <laughs> <It's>... <laughs> Zach, I I want you to know, you almost kind of said that as your lesson of the day, like, if you have things due in multiple ways... Yeah, I know. Well, that's
2: what happened. You asked me for life hacks, and i give you a lesson of the day.
1: Well,
0: since we just had the lesson of the day, is the podcast
2: over? I guess. Uh, All right,
1: well, goodbye, everybody. (laughs) Wait, no, hold on a second. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. We usually go for much longer than two minutes. I think we can do a little better. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. How's everybody's week been... Um, Given all the fires and chaos that happens in uh, California.
2: Oh right! Wait, was we have not had a podcast post fires, but I'll I'll let you do take it, Drew. I have a lot uh, to say about that topic.
1: Oh, um, okay. I ask a question, and I and I get to answer it. This yeah, is there. A you, well, you start, Drew.
0: Drew. The order. There is an order to this. There's a, listen. There's an order to our madness.
1: <laughs> Okay. Okay. Well, um, for people who care, my week's been kind of. Uh, it's been fun. I care. It's been. Th- I'm glad you care. It's been fun. Um, the theme has been. I. Uh, I have no mouth and I must scream because work has been a little interesting. There's been a lot of weirdness that we've had to deal with. Just uh, getting stuff off to production. We're getting into peak season, which means we're kind of having code freezes, and it's just all kinds of goofy fun times. Um, so that's been fun. That's been a fun time. Um, hmm. Let's see here. Uh, what else have I been up to this week? Let's see here. Oh, oh! I, I played a new video game. That's exciting oh. for me. Yeah. yeah. So I set some time aside, and on Friday the thirteenth, I decided. You know what? I'm gonna get me some Death of the Outsider, Dishonored stuff. And Ooh, but yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Enjoy like that, entire... that
2: dark side, <laughs> light side order chaos
1: what what are you doing <laughs> i don't know just, i just, lost
2: just, i lost the theme of dishonored i
0: apologize i don't know just let him keep going maybe he'll stop
1: you know actually it's funny you bring that up because thematically that I, that one thing they've done is they've actually gotten rid of the morality system dishonored oh. up and up until this point has had a sort of like hey do you kill lethally or do you go a non-lethal route mm-hmm. and because of the character you play as in this uh, this new content you that's thrown out the window you play as someone who is already very very familiar with murder and death and is not really trying to make amends as so much as like cap off an interesting chapter in their life and Mm -hmm. so far i'm really impressed with it um the main character is a wonderful foil to uh emily from two um she the, the powers she gets are very well put together like you get these Let's Are they, it. like, remixed versions of powers Emily and Corvo get in Dishonored 2? They're, like, they're almost, like, better versions. Like, the oh. the blink is one where you can now choose where you want to blink to and then sort of walk around and do your thing and then choose when you blink. So you kind of get to pre-plan. It's a lot about oh. planning. Yeah. Hmm. So, like, what you can do is, like, set a place where you're going to blink to, piss someone off. When they're about to kill you, just zip out of there real quick and then get the drop on them. So it's and almost it's-
2: like the uh, the Sombra jump.
1: Yeah, kind yeah. of, actually, yeah. yeah. Uh, then the next power they have is Foresight, which is a weaponized version of Noclip. The entire game freezes, and you can kind of just float around and see what other people are up to, and then plan your moves. And then the last one is super cool. Um, what you do is you take someone, you steal their face, knock them unconscious, and take on their persona. So you have these wonderful moments where you'll have people searching around for you, and you'll steal someone's face and then walk by someone else who thinks you're on their side and then you'll steal their face and then you'll steal another person's face and then an entire bar is on, it's just empty and you feel super just so, dark and mysterious and it's great So you're the you're the face stealer from Avatar the Last Airbender? I mean kind of. Like the, the animation is you straight up like steal their face and get this little like stone mask that you then like have take over you and people see you as that person. Huh, it's okay, really cool. That is super um, cool yeah so i'm going through that it's um i don't know if they're gonna make more stuff for dishonored it might be the end but it's like a so far been a really nice way to end it out uh, i got it on pc so it runs like a million times better than my ps4 version of dishonored 2 did and i'm well, quite liking and,
0: it and your ps4 is kind of dead at the moment
1: i mean yeah yeah, yeah. It's kind one of day a
0: folks
1: <laughs> one day one day
0: if only it had a health <laughs> system if only if only yeah
1: if only uh but yeah no i played that on friday the 13th because it seemed thematically correct and it is. that's what i got that's what <clears throat> by the, the way nice.
2: can i just say i really yeah, no, am enjoying this october we had both a friday the 13th and we're having the halloween at the end of it it pairs together nicely yeah i mean yeah, we always have halloween on october but it's nice to have the friday the 13th with it too
0: yeah
1: hmm, you know hmm. that, that that makes sense but makes like sense.
0: but why has it got to be on a tuesday uh like that's the worst day to have (laughs) halloween oh yeah Mm tuesday sucks Mm -hmm. it does i mean of all the seven days of the week tuesdays tuesday's the one i hate the most so adam
2: adam yeah okay um the problem is is that if you have friday the 13th in october the 31st is always going to be tuesday
0: Mm. Mm. Uh, you know what friday 13th is rad and all but i hate tuesday
2: oh that's a real conundrum
1: i'm sorry you hate tuesdays how was your tuesday this week as well as the oh. other days for you this week? oh man how man, have you been up. this week uh,
0: uh, 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 uh. uh so let's see how, how have my week been um i've been doing pretty good i i think i mentioned last time mm-hmm. on the podcast i've been doing a swimming routine recently um mm-hmm. so i'm still doing that still going to the pool uh in the morning every day and doing my thousand a nice. thousand yards trying to build up to a thousand butterfly.
1: Excellent.
0: So that's been fun. It's gonna be like kinda of fun to have something to like kinda of get up and do in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um as that kinda of mentioned, or as we kinda of mentioned, the the uh fires up in Santa Rosa have been going on. Yeah. Uh and I didn't think that would affect me down here, but it did. Where <laughs> it was uh, you know, because of the winds there was a bunch of haze in the air. Oh yeah. Uh and it, it was like really like hazy and really kind of gross outside uh yes very much
2: so where i worked
0: (laughs) yeah where i worked was like just covered in it um really slight tangent um when you go outside when this was happening you could like it smelled like you were next to a campfire yeah and what's terrible is i really like the smell of campfires or like burning woods was like man it smells great outside i wish it wasn't because they were burning houses (laughs) like miles away yeah yeah i kept i kept
2: Uh, thinking i was like (laughs) <laughs> my constant refrain was, it smells like a barbecue outside.
0: Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, but uh, the way that ties back into my swimming is because it was so hazy, they ha- they were closing the pool for a couple of days due to air health warning. Yeah. It's like, damn you, Tubbs Fire. Why you got to affect me? I'm like miles oh away God. right now. I mean, yes. like, that
1: that smog went all over, dude, like... It was the pettiest and smallest thing I've ever been
0: mad at. <laughs> like, kind of felt mad at myself for being mad.
2: Yeah, um... Aww. You know, it was a lot more than just the Tubbs fire. There was also the Atlas fire and the LNU Complex fire. It was a couple mm. of smaller ones.
0: So NorCal was basically on fire. It was. It was. <laughs> right,
2: well, it basically was Sonoma and Napa County were, were on fire, which... Yeah. Yeah uh yeah. so also a lot of, so, lot of other places sorry there's a bunch of wildfires going on
0: yeah yeah, yeah. Um, are they
1: still happening or have they finally like ceased do you i know? think um, i think
0: they've all gone out
1: okay tubs or is, is at 90 uh containment at the
0: bear creek fire i think is at like 30 something yeah yeah i don't know
2: most of them are contained to the point where we're not as worried about them
0: yeah well, that's yeah good. this is kind of one of the problems of living in california shit's like constantly on fire during the summers and the months around it i think the weather yeah. is finally um, turning
1: though like it's a lot colder out here at least like there's rain today oh so that's a that's a good sign that's a good sign mm-hmm. yeah. yeah
0: um but besides swimming uh work has been interesting i'm learning more database stuff so that's neat nice database database stuff is weird uh in terms of video games i uh, i played a whole bunch of stuff i i've put more time into cuphead
3: Cool. Uh, yeah. And Cuphead
0: is still fantastic. It's still great. Uh I kinda g I have to jump back into it and do like another like sit-down session. I, I really like that game. But the last time I played it, I ran into one of the run and gun levels, which mm-hmm. is the 2D shooter section areas. Um and it was the most aggravating crap in the world. It it's basically you're in a fun house mm. where there are these switches that'll flip you from the floor to the ceiling and the ceiling to the floor. And man, that was annoying and difficult, and I hated it.
1: I, I, I wanna, I wanna uh. like Cuphead. I wanna, because it's a bunch of stuff that I think I really like. But mm-hmm. like, I keep hearing it's like balls difficult, and like that's not uh, what I'm looking for right now. How, do, how <laughs> do,
0: yeah, no, I, I get that. And the thing with Cuphead, and this, this is true for. Hey man, let's put this on the list of top podcast ideas: difficulty in games. Yeah, dude, that's a good because one cuphead has kind of re put more fuel on the fire of like difficult games and stuff because yeah it is really hard uh, at times um there have only been a few times where i didn't feel it was fair where it was like i got to the next phase of a boss and it did this move i'm like well how the hell was i supposed to know it did that but it it never felt like super cheap almost like Mm -hmm. i don't know that that's Mm -hmm. a longer conversation but cuphead's a lot of fun Mm-hmm. Uh, I played more, a bit more, uh, I tried out, I, well, oh my God, I can't, I can't talk right now.
1: Oh, good it's God. Too damn. much guys. Too much, too much. Cuphead. Uh,
0: I was, uh, I played a little bit more persona five, uh, I, only a little bit. Um. I, I jumped on. Sorry. Sorry, Zach. I'm still working on that. Uh, the thing with persona five, and I think I mentioned this is that at some point it needs to do like an exposition dump. Oh. And I seem to be in this phase where every time I sit down, it's like, all right, fam, you're in the next day. I'm like, yes, it's time to do some social links, time to do some dungeons. And it's like, nah, 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 sit tight, let's do stuff. And it's fun to hear the story, but it's also like, all right, this has gone on for multiple days. When exactly do I get back to back to work?
2: Yeah, that was one of my uh, primary issues with playing Persona 5 was like, no, stop still. I needed that day. No.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I mean... It's still it's really weird because it's still interesting it's still fun and like i like the story it's just sometimes the way they have the events set up was like i was planning on doing something yeah um what else did i do i played some of i picked up this game called gundam versus which was fun uh and i got a new arcade stick and it's lots of cool fun times nice nice. Nice.
1: now is gundam yeah what do you call it gundam something gundam Gundam
0: versus It's, it's a gundam fighting game
1: Oh, cool, cool.
0: Very oh, good. Pretty neat. I right like on. it a lot. Radom. Right it has an interesting health system.
1: Ooh, well, you can talk about that later today if you know oh, what I'm mm-hmm. saying.
0: But right now, Zach. Huh? You've had a week, I hear. Oh, what, I have? Me and Drew, we've spied on you this entire time and know you had a week. Oh, shit. Tell I used us a
1: drone. I, I had a drone following me oh, around. Oh,
0: sh- hold up. <laughs> That's something I did this week. What? I watched a giant robot battle. All right. Holy crap. I heard about this and I watched the intro video, but I never actually saw the battle. How did it go, Adam? Okay. So for people who don't know, uh, there's an American corporation called Megabots. And at one point they challenged a Japanese robotics company, Sudabashi, to a giant robot battle because they both have giant robots. <laughs> And it's been two years of making and planning, but on the 17th, they finally had the big fight. And That's awesome. they streamed it on Twitch, and boy, was it the most scripted thing in the world. Aww. Um,
1: Aww. Yeah, I heard it was really scripted. Uh, it,
0: it, it was, yeah, it was really, really scripted. A little bit more than I thought it would be, but when you think about how many millions of dollars go into these things, it's like, yeah, I can see why you probably wouldn't want your multi-million dollar robot. Like immediately flattened. Was it entertaining though? Was it fun to see? Um. So I'm gonna give you guys a breakdown of the three mat because they did three rounds of fights. Oh boy! Mm-hmm. So the first round was Iron Glory versus Karatas. Uh. So the U.S. team had two robots, and J- the Japanese team had one. This is fair somehow. I don't. Wait, really what? Know <laughs> this, is- this is fair somehow. Uh, so Iron Glory was this old piece of junk and looks like a Mech Warrior Mech. Karatas, I kid you not, One Punch manned that thing to, de- to death.
1: No, it just
0: like it. it, it Karatas has a giant metal fist that it just single punched Iron Glory and it not and it fell over. Iron oh, Glory, man.
2: your glory days are over. Uh, bum, and bum. The, re- uh,
0: the next match was eagle prime versus Karatas.
1: eagle prime prime (laughs)
0: yes
1: (laughs) this is such a great name um it has a giant bald
0: eagle on its shoulder (laughs) jesus christ the bald eagle has an eye patch by the by oh my goodness jesus fucking christ okay Um, and the reason i brought this up with the drone thing drew is because at some point Karatas is getting like pummeled and it sends out a drone (laughs) What? Uh... Like like a drone pops out of its back and like starts attacking Eagle Prime. (laughs) So I I know this is
1: scripted, but I don't care. That sounds hilarious. Uh, And
0: then in the third round, Iron Glory, uh, sorry, uh, Eagle Prime has this pincer arm and grabbed uh, Karadis' arm and then busted out a chainsaw sword and started cutting Karatas' leg off. Isn't that... It
2: wasn't one of the rules that they can't do that? They can't use cutting implements? Dude, I don't Looks know. Looks like
0: nobody fucking cares. <laughs> like, yeah, apparently, yeah. <laughs>
2: nobody cares in this scripted event.
0: Um, It was fun. It was awesome. There's one scene at the end, which was, like, maximum cringe, which was, like, oh. Oh, no. Because what was that? What was that? What the was the that? announcers are like, oh, no, the robots are coming here. Run away. Run away. And it's like, oh guys, Aww. I've seen better acting in college films, for fuck's sake.
2: I Aww. saw better acting from Drew in a college film and Adam in the same college film and <laughs> is many it, others is ins- in the same college is he, film.
1: Is he complimenting us or insulting us, Adam? I can't tell. I don't know. No, it's it's actually not. Um, <laughs> it, it is the film where
2: I sat down and wasn't the main character but i kept thinking he was stealing the show every time he was in the scene is this doorknob this might have been doorknob
1: ah doorknob this was bullshit. great that was my breakout <laughs> role that was my entry to hollywood uh, yo you know what we're linking that in the description people check that video no, out no please god no
3: <laughs>
1: we might we uh, may link it in the uh,
2: description i wasn't part of the film but i was at the showing for it
1: Quick, let us change so, the Zach. topic by, axi- by asking Zach how his week has been. Yeah, all right, So, Zach. Now that I've thrown giant robot battles, I know and I... eclipsed pretty much anything.
2: Yeah, I know if that eclipsed anything cool I might be able to say, but I can talk about things that are maybe somewhat terrifying. Um, mm-hmm. So there was a fire up in Northern California. We talked about it mm-hmm. before, and normally I wouldn't like bring it up again, but uh, so it turns out, both my mom and my brother and their family and and the family um live in that area
1: oh yeah yeah yeah. yeah. so like final report is like are the houses okay are they okay like so the final
3: the
2: final report my mom actually got home yesterday like last night is when the Mm -hmm. evacuation order was lifted okay um and so my mom got back, and she told me that the house is fine. It just smells a little smoky in some places.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh well. So hey, that's that worked out pretty good.
2: Uh, yeah, my brother's place also didn't burn down. Um, they two both for two. Yeah, two for two. Um, and but they both like my mom's place got within one mile of a burned house. Wow. Um, and my brother's place probably got within a few miles of like a burned park. Um, mm-hmm. but the time the fires were getting really threatening to both of them, there was already a lot of firefighters on the scene, but it still was a very scary sort of, uh, very, very tense week.
1: <laughs> yeah. I, I, I <laughs> imagine, I, dude, I imagine.
2: As I was yeah. like sitting there, uh, I, I found some really cool websites to track California wildfires. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was just like refreshing that page a lot. Um, mm-hmm. especially in the first couple of days. Yeah. Uh, as, as I was just like, did my mom's house burn down? did it burn down dude
1: that must have been terrifying
2: okay good okay okay good Mm -hmm. um
1: is the is the air quality okay for them like i know that like it's safe for them to be back but like is it like are they um, supposed to be out in the area
2: yeah the the air quality is actually okay um i've been looking at the air quality maps as well it seems to be all right uh napa actually so my mom doesn't live in napa but uh uh but the 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 city of napa for just like a full week was in a hazard zone in terms of air quality. Um, but even yeah. there, it's sort of lifted out as well. It's it's all, it's only moderate nowadays at worst.
0: It only um, smells kind of like a barbecue. Yeah, it
2: only vaguely smells like a barbecue. Uh,
0: but yeah, I'm, gl- I'm glad to hear your uh, mom and brother's places are good. Yeah,
2: mm-hmm. um, I'm happy about that as well. Um, one of the weird thoughts that came up was uh, my brother called me like well before the fire started and said, hey, you accidentally left one of your magic decks up there. And I kept thinking back going like, if my brother's place is burned down, so first of all, terrible, horrible moment. Second of all, oh fuck, I lost a magic card deck.
1: Hashtag so, priorities. Yeah. I, <laughs>
0: I like that that's number two that's... on the list of, ah damn, it's oh no, my brother's place is destroyed. His belongings gone this is terrible also i lost magic
1: cards (laughs) fuck
0: damn it those Uh, cost money um the island cards are probably fine all those blues they can't burn they're made of water they are they are made of water i don't think that's how that works
2: (laughs) that's that's sort of uh a a good approximation of how stressful has been uh also actually over the weekend um this was well after i i learned that my my Family's houses were gonna be okay. Mm-hmm. Um I went to a friend's place and we went so I went to a friend's place um because a friend of mine was coming up visiting from LA and we went to a event in Pleasanton called mm-hmm. uh I forgot the name. It was a basically pirate themed haunted houses.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: You both were invited, but you didn't go, so...
0: Yeah, I couldn't. Well, I, I couldn't. had things to do. It's fine. That's totally
2: good. Um, so, we ended up going to the haunted houses. Um, I'm a total scaredy cat, but mm. um, I... So, like, during the first haunted house, I stayed, like, for... Like, all ten of us. There were ten of us total. Um, all mm. ten of us went in at once. <clears throat> they just let all ten people go at once. Oh, that's cool. Um
1: yeah kind of was it, madness? it it sort of
2: ruins the the fear factor for the people in the back oh because um, you're in a big old group
1: and someone yells but, before you get there
2: exactly um uh, and so
1: i was you were at the front right yeah
2: i was like somewhere vaguely in the middle towards the front and so the people <laughs> in front of me were getting spooked and i'd spot it before it happened um, and i started noticing this habit of mine as i was going through these haunted houses is that i would like every time i'd wrap a corner i'd like like peek the corner and then go, okay, I'm good. And then peek the other <laughs> corner. Okay, I'm good. Peek the corners, like, up the shadow area. Is there anybody in there? No, there's nobody in there. Okay, yeah, I'm good. Um, And I was doing that with every single room. Mm. Uh, and it took me, like, a you, few... It took me a few times to notice this, but I was just like, oh, fuck, I play too many Souls. Too many ah! Soulsborne games. <laughs> 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 like, like, oh, this is because I play Bloodborne. Like... <laughs> like i was because it was exactly the same habit as i as i do in bloodborne is just sort of like peek the corner no okay nobody's there okay good we can move <laughs>
3: <laughs> video <laughs> games
2: have taught you well <laughs> so i like i sort of like ruined the fear factor of the haunted house by like constantly being aware of everything it was like for example like i was uh there was like an open roof scenario that was going on and mm-hmm. I remember going through it, and I check the top, because I'm peeking all the corners, I'm looking in every space, and I literally see a guy just, like, over the, like, over the wall on the top. Mm-hmm. And I'm, like, and, and I see he's holding, like, a belt or, like, some sort of, like, whip-looking thing. Uh, mm-hmm. so, what the fuck kind of maze is this? Yeah, give me a second. Um, so it wasn't quite a maze. It was, it was haunted houses. There was one maze section. I'll get to that. But... Um, uh so like he had some sort of implement and what he ended up doing with it is he just slapped the wall with it to scare us
3: Mm
2: -hmm. um but i was like that guy i first noticed that's a guy in a top hat um and then i was like like i had realized it's a guy and he's not trying to hit us Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. with the fucking whip he's got but i was also like that guy could miss I'm worried about that guy missing and hitting my head. <laughs> and so I literally went to ground. I went on a knee as I was like looking up.
0: <laughs> I'm going to duck this attack. They'll never get me.
2: <laughs> and, and like, as I did, um, he was like doing the windup. And then I got out of range. I stood that up and then he just, he just like cracked the whip on the wall. It didn't hit anybody. And I was just like, I didn't really need to do that. So I like half embarrassed myself um and literally the next room after that actually this was super cool they had a strobe strobe light going that was the only light in the hallway wait so it turned Mm -hmm. into a rave uh kind of uh in addition there was a guy in some sort of scary outfit but i could barely tell what he was wearing because he had launched himself spider-like between the two walls of the hallway
0: that's horrifying. Like
2: yeah. up in the air a little. Ooh. And in order to pass, we literally had to go under this dude while there was a strobe light going. And he
0: shit all over you. Ah. <laughs> like, and
2: it was like an intense, like you if you have <laughs> epilepsy, you might have a problem. <laughs> kind of strobe light. Um, uh-huh. like like shit was intense. It got really hard to see. Um but yeah. Uh so yeah, there were a lot of other haunted houses, but that one was sort of like very poignant. Um But there was one area that wasn't quite a haunted house it didn't really scare us so much as it was a genuine maze formed by chain link fences and a really intense fog machine
3: huh. and that was so, probably
2: I... one of the most ball and parts <clears throat> of the entire maze if only because it's one of the longest lasting parts because those lines were crazy mm, man that sounds like it was really cool and really fun it was um Anyways, in terms of video games I played, I also have some news on that front. Um Ooh. I played uh I played a lot of Overwatch and the Halloween events has been very fun. But uh I've also been playing um the I played Divinity Original in 2 with some friends, had some fun. Nice. We finally got to the end of the island, so we're done with the first section of the game. And we'll be playing sections 3 through 2 through 4, I think. Um that's that's the the other sections. Uh, so, yeah, I'm pretty excited about that. Um, we finally are getting into our own. Um, I'm very getting very good at one-turn murdering things. It's very cool. Um, that's what happens when you get really good and you have a, a full party. Um, mm-hmm. But the last thing is I've been playing a lot of Final Fantasy XIV. Mm-hmm. And nice. I am
1: proud to note uh-huh. that you are getting I married com- in Final Fantasy XIV. <laughs>
0: Congratulations, Zach.
1: You did it. So proud.
0: I'm excited for you. Can we come to the wedding? Do we have to make accounts? Oh, my God. Oh, man. Okay,
2: so no, I'm not getting married in Final Fantasy XIV. I'm sorry. Oh! Um,
0: I know. I have, All right,
1: podcast I have to over. It. Never mind. Adam, no, Adam, please, no. No. Okay, so.
2: But what I did is I I finally got to level 70. All um, right. Yay. And. That's- Good. That's that's the current max level. um oh, and, oh, good. And I got to the end of the main story. Well, not quite the end of the main story quest, but the the main story of of that expansion pack. I got to the end of. Um, and let me tell you, <clears throat> shit was a very wild ride. <laughs>
3: Getting to like,
1: level seven. Oh, just the expansion. I see. see. Like,
2: listen. Uh, I have some spoilers for for Stormblood. <laughs> Uh,
0: spoilers,
1: spoilers Spoilers
2: Are you guys okay with spoilers For Stormblood for Storm I mean Storm we might
1: Blood. be but our, our listeners may not Um. So... Well spoilers
2: Skip the next like minute or so um, Okay Like let me tell you how wild this shit gets at the end The bad guy that you don't like Who's a giant asshole and a total fucking sociopath Joins himself With a dragon To become the final boss
1: Okay Rad
2: okay. Okay. And I was just like, what the fuck? Um, and then you beat him and then you're like, and then everybody, you know, the rest, the rest of the, the main characters sort of catch up with you.
0: Yeah, You did it. And they're it's like, our hero of the land. yeah,
2: but the, the bad guy is still sitting there and he's sort of like got some blood on him and, and he's like, he looks wounded. And then we're like, yeah, we got you. We got you captured. And then he's like, no, I have experienced, I have
0: finally experienced
2: joy. And then he kills himself.
0: Uh. It was the weirdest end. <laughs> like, That's right, Zach. You didn't win. You didn't kill him. Looks like you You guys are a bunch of losers. You didn't do <laughs> shit to him. You didn't win. Like, no, the best part was,
2: is that, like, by the end of it, I was just like, well, if he wants to kill himself, I guess. Um like, one like character, he took the win that round. One, one character was really upset by it, but, like, everybody else there, all the other main characters, especially the more experienced characters, were just sitting there going, like, you know what? If he wanted to do that, like he did it, I guess
1: we win. <laughs> like, did you? You didn't kill him. Looks like he wins. I mean, he experienced joy. So oh, okay. I mean, does that maybe, mean
0: he gets the XP for killing himself? Is that how that works in those kind of games? Ooh, that, would myself, a, that would be such a that would be such like a
1: slap in the face for Man, people who was just like I final wish. boss. Well, if it's the final boss, then you don't need the experience. It's yeah, like... no,
2: I was already level seventy. So
1: okay, well, there you mm-hmm. go.
2: Yeah, I didn't even there need you it. Go. Uh, but All yeah,
1: enemies just should start committing
0: suicide. Look, heroes can't level up; they suck at the job. Yeah. Anyway, oh so that
2: that has been a a rough approximation of my week. Um. Uh. Yeah, that's a rough approximation.
1: Well, I mean, nice. I am happy your family is okay. I'm happy your I am, magic cards are right. okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Um, and, uh, I guess on that note, it's time to talk about some video games and some health systems. So buckle up kids.
2: Well, one last thing about the fires. Um, I do like, I, you know, lots and lots of people lost their homes. My mom has mm-hmm. co has, has like workers who have lost, has literally lost their homes. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just, I just want to say that like, um, I guess like my heart goes out to them. I don't know how to say this properly, but like, I, I really wish the best for those guys and I hope that, that they all can like find a way of of rebuilding what they've lost yeah. in this
1: fire. Mm-hmm. Just I, I wanted to put like a serious message out there before we moved on. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean that's that's no, that's that's a good thing. That's a good thing to say. Yes. Yeah. All of our hearts. All of our hearts go out to them.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: All right. Everybody, this week on the wonderful podcast Knitweek, we are gonna be talking about Health systems in video games. Um, I am joined by Adam Magleby and Zach Metternach. Health systems in games, we all kind of know what they are. We have four lovely questions we will be going over. They are, what is the role of a health system? What are the advantages of a well-defined health system in a game? What are some ways health systems falter? And what are some different ways games represent health? So with that said, we're going to start with the first one. What is the role of a health system it has a little sub question to it why do we have them and i i already hear i think adam or zach someone is going well that sound that sounds like zach making monkey noises so i'll start first
0: (laughs) yes yes adam (laughs) why don't you start off this
1: conversation and by adam (laughs) i mean zach you seem very eager (laughs) you seem very eager to (laughs) talk to us i'm sorry um zach Ooh, oh, what oh. is the role of a health system in a video game so the role of a the,
2: the role of a measure this damn it the role of a health system in a video game is to track the state of the player
3: mm-hmm. it's
2: basically a player's state tracking mechanism which is a rephrasing is of what i literally just said mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. It is a way for players to be aware of where the character they're playing is is currently at. Um, mm-hmm, usually, yeah. it's used to measure um, are you dead or not. Mm-hmm. But other writers can go on with a sort of like a pure like health health system. Um, but then there's also you guys talked about this earlier, sort of like uh, stamina and I mean, not stamina, but sort of like water and food meters as well that show up in survival games mm-hmm. um, yeah. that track sort of like, am I hungry or not? Or am I thirsty or not? Um, mm-hmm. And those those are all contributing factors is to tell you, like, well, what is the current state of the player?
3: Mm. Uh,
0: yeah, it's supposed to be, like, what, like, you know, you're playing this game or it might be... A health system can be, like, different lives or just, like, how many hits you can take. It's, yeah, it's basically what Zach said of, like, it's a state of, like, how, like, close you are, I guess, to the end of the round. Because, like... I guess when I think health systems, usually, like, the the earliest ones I can think of are, like, arcade lives and stuff like that. And that was to tell you you have X amount of attempts left. Now, like, most modern games have kind of shirked uh, attempts. But any kind of health system is still measuring how many attempts or how many failures you have left before your your game is over Mm -hmm. kind of deal. Mm -hmm. And, like, that state, but they're more measuring, like, how many like um attempts or hits yeah uh, and then they're they've kind of expanded uh to other stuff like because most some games will track i guess in a very broad sense health can be um any number of metric of your character mm-hmm. but they're always kind of quantified down to attempts
1: or status or you need to do x to prevent y kind of deal yeah i i think of them as like a like the the way that a game not so much like imposes challenge, but like makes challenge matter, right? Like if, if I see like a flame wall and I know that I'm not allowed to touch it, then I'm just going to assume an invisible wall. But if I have that option of going up and actually being like, oh, I can touch this and oh, it hurts me. Like it actually makes me feel like I'm actually a part of that game or that system's a bit more real, you Mm -hmm. know, like it, it seems like it's a good way to make it so that there is consequence. Like, it's weird to think, it's weird to say, but, like, by having a health system, something that represents that you're doing good or doing bad, it makes mm-hmm. the things that happen in the game, like, matter at all, right? Yeah. Right, I, I yeah, mean, like, yeah. We've kind of said this before, but, like, the health is a good way.
0: Uh, I think we talked about this in, deaths of vi- in death in video mm-hmm. games, but health also kind of works with, it helps give you feedback of, like, what's happening in the world. Mm-hmm. So, like, Drew yeah. exactly said, if, if you walk up and hit a firewall and it did nothing but just, like, mm-hmm. ticked down a number kind of thing... Mm-hmm you would still know, hey, probably don't go hit this thing, as opposed to if it just kind of killed you immediately. So, I I actually,
2: um, another thing I kind of want to bring up is, a health Mm -hmm. system is a way of telling the player that uh, this game is about violence in some way or form. Is it? Yes. Um, uh, Okay, well, well, keep going.
0: Let's hear him out. Right. I'll do it. Okay,
2: so, um, (laughs) it's basically a measure, like, the end of a health system is usually death not always Mm -hmm. but usually um okay and usually the way you you lose in the health system you lose health is via getting hit by things and and Mm -hmm. that's inherently violent um and then there's uh it 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 breaks a little bit on the the survival stuff but for Mm -hmm. most health systems it is a way of immediately telling the player this is a game about survival. This is a game about are you going to get to are you going to live to see the end of this? That was mm. poorly bad grammar, but uh, you no, get the idea.
0: Uh, I kind kinda see. Like it tells the player that uh there is like some consequence and that, you know, you need to avoid so many hits or so many things. Yeah, it uh, it, it makes your initial your initial thing about violence uh you know and I, I kind of thought that uh i guess when, when i think health system i also include lives systems in, in mm-hmm. health system because lives are a kind of form of health yeah yeah system um and but i guess that is true if it's like uh because as exactly like we said in the death one that death like having a character die is a good way of telling the player like there is a consequence to this or that they have reached a fail state mm-hmm. uh, a health system is kind of a way of doing that but doing that multiple times and i guess and having it having it be that way is um wow i'm rambling a bit well i mean is maybe, that essentially you're gonna there is some violence or consequence to getting hit that like, will be imposed on your character kind it, it's you know, like, kind like, of like zach
1: how can i just say like when you i think saying it is implying violence i i I don't quite buy into that because I think of health systems. I think of like Sonic or Mario, where yes, there are technically mm. violent things happening in that game, but like that's not the theme of the game. But I
2: think right? like I think more of what I'm saying is that um, if you have a health system in a game, then violence needs to uh, be an integral part of that game in order to make that health system I, I think, functional.
0: Mm. I think mm-hmm. a better term, uh, and Zach, maybe maybe you may disagree on this, um. is I think uh, having a health system implies a certain level of danger, kind of thing, not necessarily like yeah. violence. I'll give you, I, you I'll give I you danger. Includes, Um, uh, because it implies like if you have a health system, the only reason you'd have a health system is because your character can get hurt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there is danger, mm-hmm. uh, whether that's like through some violent mean or some or like a mistake. That m- part might be. Uh, i mean like probably argue the difference hey man
2: if 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 you're riding your skateboard and you slam into a pole not that i've ever done that Have um no, done done that, Zach?
1: <laughs> and, I, I feel as though you might be lying and so
2: and, anyway <laughs> so if you're riding your skateboard and you run into a pole that's still a form of violence it's just a form of violence you accidentally did to yourself um mm, like i guess i
1: mean it's uh, maybe maybe there's a definition. I'm using thing, a but I guess... yeah, I'm
2: using a fairly open definition of the word violence. See, when, when you I'm, say I'm
1: violence, that. I'm thinking about like a critique on what violence is, like this is a story of violence and woe. I yeah, and I like, think that's not like, entirely true in all cases.
2: Yeah, it's sort of like an enactment of removal of agency on a, of a person is the most broad definition of what violence is. But uh it I, I, like the way I'm using it just to define my term violence is sort of um I, I think I'm using it in the term of bodily harm, in the mm-hmm. same way. Um, it, it, so so bodily harm is violence. As I sort of I guess I'm mixing up those two terms, but yeah. So health systems imply bodily harm is really what I'm saying. Mm.
0: Mm-hmm. I, th- that that I'd agree with the violent. Uh, I think well we get we get stuck in semantics, but yeah. Yeah. Basically, having a health system tells the the player that there is danger, that there is some kind of bodily harm or something that can happen to the. Uh, to the character mm-hmm. but it also i think also implies um that you have multiple attempts at something
1: it, it puts mm. me in a different state of mind for the game i'm playing right like i've i've played many a walking simulator in my day and when i play those like oh, i don't probably. really care but like if you slap mm-hmm. any sort of like hey you might die you might get hurt there's something could happen to you signifier I'm immediately on edge. Like, if it's very calm, then it's like, oh shit, something's going to come out at me. Like, knowing that that is being tracked will actively change the way I play. I'll suddenly mm. be, like, way sneakier, way less, like, willing to just go up to a random thing. You yeah. Know? It, it, well, that's it's... what I was saying, if, like... Because it presents, like... <clears throat> now that you know it's tracked, and you know you can lose health,
0: you have attention tension and know that there's, like, danger that could, uh, like, happen to you. Or, like, there's some... Like, the environment is kind of dangerous, or... Something you can do can hurt you, whether that's mm-hmm. bodily harm or fuck it, you fell down a pit and are now warped back to where you were somehow.
2: Yeah, so actually, the you know, if you fell down a pit and got warped back and you didn't lose any health, then that's not that's not quite anything to do with the health system. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, but sometimes, but most of the times they hurt you. They yeah, no, no, no most off. of the time they,
2: yeah, yeah, no, 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 no I agree. I, mm. I'm
0: always kind of confused on when a game drops you down a pit and then doesn't take health. Actually, it's like. Yeah, wait then weird. what was the point why why did you well
2: listen man i, I get that when it's when I get that fa- it's here to uh uh-huh. when you fall off the edge of mario kart do you really want to get like do you really want a health system for this
0: no but like it doesn't have a health system I'm oh talking yeah like, you're right let me think um god now that i want an example i can't think of one because i can only think of ones where you fall and take and take health
1: uh, i i, know I have of a one. lot have of
2: crpgs where if you fall off the cliff they just put you back on top of the cliff it's very funny so, uh
1: in dear Dear esther there's this one part of the game where you can actually choose to walk down into a pit and there's no health in that game because it's just a walking sim and so they have a little message that says hey come back and then it just restarts you like a few feet later and it's this Mm. weird anomaly in the game because you can like everything else is walled off and you can't really do that anywhere else it was super jarring and weird for me
2: that is super weird yeah
1: like what you're saying for the health system in general i I
2: have i have an example by the way um i believe you don't lose health in bastion when you walk off the edge because you can definitely walk off the edge of the map Mm. and then they just literally just stick you back on there and say like no he didn't do that
0: (laughs) can you can you actually it's been a while since i've played bastion Uh, i think you you just roll
1: off i'm pretty sure you can
0: yeah you can fall off you can totally fall off
1: I, I think well, I remember that, a distinctive part where like they have you fall back in, and like uh, the narrator goes, "Oh, well, that was that was dumb. He shouldn't have done that." Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, because I'm trying to think of like the
0: platformers I play, and I'm like, okay, if I fall off if I fall into a pit, I think most of them are instant death. Yeah, pits mm-hmm. are the worst. They're the pits. It's Pit City, man. Eh. Yeah. <laughs> but to summarize, the role of a health system is to track player status and kind of on a meta level to kind of let the player know what they're in for yeah
1: yeah, that's MDU. that's about my takeaway you know everyone has their own <laughs> uh on that note let's uh do you guys want to go over to question two question two time what no. is the advantage no well, time fine, for question but- three no go ahead well- <laughs> Jordan,
2: i'm just joking
1: <laughs> so okay well then question two slash three is what is the advantage to a well-defined health system in a game what do you really gain by having something that's, like, super well-suited for the system at hand? Like, mm. like what do you or feel I guess, like... I guess, can these... I... Go for it.
2: No, no, no. What, did you finish the question?
1: I was just finishing my sentence. Oh. Like, go, go crazy. Okay. Go nuts. Anyways,
2: like, can I... I feel, I feel really bad because we were talking about how I was cutting you off on the last time you did a question. Um, ah, whatever. So, again, I deeply apologize. <laughs> um, uh, can I flip that on a Ted? Can Why not? I, can I say... What is the advantage of a a game with a well-defined health system?
1: That's just what I said, though. Oh, wait no, said.
2: wait. no, wait.
0: <laughs> no. Now not... you flipped me on my head. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> oh, Drink... God. He's a wild card. Oh, no. Plenty we got a wild hell, card man. today. If, hey, if whoa. Podcast... Excuse
2: me. I do have the wild card. I can summon any persona
0: no we're you oh, know fuck. no we're not transitioning to persona right now <laughs> i'm sorry Adam, all right, thank all you right. so oh god
1: adam do you want to answer this do you want yes. to answer this
0: if our podcast had a health system we'd be in the red right now for how many mistakes we've made yeah the advantage of having a well-defined health system is that depending on what kind of game it's it's present in it will tell the player how many different things they have to keep track of. And it, I guess when, I, when I'm when i thinking health system, I'm also including like a bunch of survival games that have uh, kind mm-hmm. of like sub systems or things that also track health. Uh, like Zach said, there's like hunger or thirst or stamina and, and as well as just like an overall health thing. Mm-hmm. So have it, depending on the kind of game, you need to having it be well-defined is helpful. Like you wouldn't want to have a survival game Uh, where the only health that was being tracked visibly to the player was, like, HP. Because then they have no idea when they're about to starve or be dehydrated or something like that. Mm -hmm. Conversely, if you're playing, like, Bastion and you're also showing all these things, like, ah, the kid's hungry or the kid's thirsty, that game doesn't have those systems. Why are they there? Kind of deal. Mm -hmm. So, really, the advantage of having a well-defined health system is... Basically, you need to let the player know immediately up front what things they need to be aware of mm-hmm. uh, while they're playing it. I think yeah. that it needs makes, to be, that's true. It that's needs true. to be appropriate for the game they're playing.
1: So it can help, what you're mm-hmm. saying is you think it can help sort of reinforce the type of game that you're playing. Like Yeah. Like if I'm playing a survival game and it's like showing me Really good stats on like, oh man, this is my health. This is my sanity. This is you know something that happened yep. to me along the way, and now I feel really poisoned or something mm-hmm. like that. That kind of like draws you in more, and I agree with that completely. Uh, I, I I thought of an example. uh Drew, I I know you've played this. Zach, did you ever play Don't Starve?
0: Nope. So Don't Starve is pretty nice, where it mm. had it's a survival game, and you have your health. You have a I think you have you have a hunger meter. You have like a sanity meter. And by having those three gauges immediately up front, you are already more tense than you would be if you were just shown like a health meter kind of thing.
1: Oh, you're so hmm. right. Right, cause um, because so now you know, like, right?
0: Yeah, because now you know, like, okay, there are three things I have to keep going, or I have to be aware of. Yeah, yeah. Because you can just you can take hits, but you also mm-hmm. need to make yourself feed yourself. You need to make sure you don't go crazy, kind of thing. Um, mm. and if you really think about that game. You would you need to have those three things like immediately available and well defined for you. Um otherwise the game's just not fun because then it feels mm-hmm. cheap it, when it's like I took a hit, how was I supposed to know that this hit like dropped my sanity when I can't see my sanity and I die or something like that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, I like yeah. this. Yeah, I like this yeah, answer. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Zach. Uh, nice. do you guys you have anything any, to add? Anything to add? Oh, yeah. Um,
2: I kind of don't, I kind (laughs) of just agree.
1: (laughs) Okay, great. I'm glad we all agree with each other for once. That's actually super rare. Um, Mm -hmm. okay, well then let's go to our next one. This will be fun. Uh, what are some ways health systems falter? You know, Um, when, when,
2: you know, uh, when they're really terrible at telling you what your health is at, Yeah, like all so many, oh, so many cover based shooters that are really bad at telling you if you're going to die or not.
1: Zach, I feel like yeah. you've got some baggage there.
2: I'm sorry. Like, listen, man, the turning the screen red to tell you that you're going to die can work, but it's tricky. It's real tricky. Mm.
1: Yeah, I. You're talking I about like the thought... Call of Duty like Jello on the screen thing. Right? Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah. I don't know who sat there and thought, you know what, this is a good way of telling the player that they're about to die. Ship it. There, we can go back to the this quite well i know i know exactly
2: one. i know exactly who did it first i think i think the original gears of war did it first
0: mm. well fuck gears of war man Why um, do that? but one? the thing
2: is is that the original gears of war didn't do the like full screen turning red dealio that like right. call of duty four did they they had they like gear with a skull on it slowly turning into like a full object mm-hmm. and so like it was it's actually pretty clear in that game as to like when you're gonna die
0: yeah mm-hmm. well you you brought up a good thing uh and this kind, of, I, this kind of goes back to the previous one of having a well-defined health system is not only being is showing the player like these are the things you need to be, keep track of to avoid a game over, but making sure they're in a way that is immediately clear what state they're in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, because like this, the Call of Duty blood on the screen effect and even Gears of War, uh, those are way less intuitive and immediately clear than like a an RPG where you see a numerical value. Right? Right, like they're right, not
1: yeah. yeah, they're not quantifiable. Like like, like yeah. a splash uh, doesn't really tell me a whole lot until it's mm. very obvious that I'm about to die. Yeah, and I think yeah. in
2: in I, I don't know about gears as much, but I know in the Call in like the the Call of Duty games, they don't want you to know your precise health value.
1: Really? Um, yeah. Why not? Well,
0: I think the point there was is for the Call of Duty ones where they're splashing like the color on the screen is that they want you to take a hit and then they want you to kind of back off, but you're never quite sure if, like, okay, is this a hit that's lethal? Like, one more hit and I'm dead, or can I stick around and keep fighting?
2: Yeah, and, and because you don't know, players tend to get a little bit more cautious, and so you'll pull out of battles really quickly. They, they, they really want to encourage that sort of, like, pop-in, pop-out style.
1: I yeah. see. I, I never noticed that as part of the play style of Call of Duty, where you're supposed to oh my be God. about what's going on. Dude. Not...
2: The pop-in, pop-out thing is super common.
1: Huh. Well, it's common for Call of Duty. Uh,
0: I guess this, I guess we're kind of moving into it. Well, we're kind of moving into that fourth question. Uh, do any other ways of how health systems falter?
1: Uh, I'm good, but I, Adam, I want you to announce it in a very dramatic voice, because I think that'd be fun.
0: Oh, okay. Well. So, using all that we talked about, which I'm not sure exactly what we talked about. Yeah, <laughs> it's a little vague. Kind of, um you know using all that we've talked about with what a health system is how they can be well defined and how they falter we're now going to go over a bunch of examples and how games uh represent health and the pros and cons of how they do so and we've Um, kind of already started doing that with the call of duty one and it's splash on the screen whether it Mm. be and how it's kind of incentivizes this pop in pop out gameplay Mm. which i guess is if that's the intent of the game, that's fine. But I'm not a personal fan of it. I kind of like to know... For me, I like games that you have a very defined... You have X amount of hits left kind of deal. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, like, I, uh, I
1: like it when there's wiggle room as far as what's hitting me. Like, if there's a game where it's like... I know this type of hit could do a variable amount of damage. And I can figure that out and plan for it. That's cool. I enjoy that. That's kind of adding a little extra, like, fun to it. Um, But I always... I always like systems that are very specific about how much health I got left. Like, I want to know what's up with this avatar of mine. I want to know if Samus can make it through the acid pit in front of her. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. That's just the kind of guy I am.
0: Oh, I was—I was going to say, what's an example? But you already said Samus, so it was like, I mean, you know, so- I actually,
1: Weirdly enough, I have an example of the opposite side of that spectrum. Um, oh that, I, like I—I I don't even really know how I feel about this because I haven't really like sat down and thought about this part of that game. But um, Hellblade's health system is actually very interesting. Oh, really? Um, it, yeah. So it's twofold. It's twofold. So there's first the like the main game system where you will get engaged in combat and you'll be fighting, you'll get slapped a few times. You don't really have a health bar, but it'll kind of do similar to the jelly thing where you'll kind of know, okay, that was pretty bad. Okay, I'm not doing so hot the voices in your head will start getting a little bit louder and more chatty saying, Oh, you're failing. Oh, you're not going to make it. Um, And then what will happen is you will get slapped down to the ground. And that's kind of like your, you need to fix this or you're going to die right now situation. So you spam a button real quick and you either make it through that little quick time event or you die. Um, Mm -hmm. And they kind of do that as like a final saving grace. And if you make it back up, you get like a little bit more health left. You get to keep going for a bit. Yeah. On on the flip side Mm -hmm. of that, they have a system where if you die too many times the game will actually delete your save data and you have to restart your entire game
0: yeah i remember <laughs> hearing about that right and they Damn. represent
1: it they represent it as this sort of black scar That is growing along your arm and every time you die it gets a little longer and gets a little closer to your brain and Hmm. like it's the most metal thing and it's super terrifying and it like freaks me out as i play that game so like so like it's it's very open-ended there's no exact data for it but like it's still so ominous like it does what zach was saying where it's just like oh god i don't know what's happening fuck this looks bad
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> is there like a hard number of like you can die seven times or eight times, or is it variable kind of thing? Like how much it grows up the arm? Uh I
1: don't I I don't know if it's a variable or not. I think it's a set amount. I think it's quite a large number though. Like mm-hmm. uh, because yeah, like. Sorry, deleting ahead. a
0: save is pretty harsh so i'd, I'd hope it'd be kind of generous so. oh no
1: i've i've died many 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 times and it's been going very slowly up my arm like i'm hmm. not done with the game don't know if there's a big old twist to the system but so far it's been like oh well it seemed it seems almost superficial right I actually like i sorry, actually I heard about
2: this system Hmm. um
1: do you, do you have things to say about it
2: uh i'll tell you when you finish the game oh
1: no oh Ooh, spoilers things. Oh, uh, no! You know, that's, that's actually
0: kind of cool, because one of the things... Uh, it's kind of cool as a is both a health system of, like, here's how well you're doing, but it's also kind of, like, a cool meta thing to, like, show you how many times you have died. It almost mm-hmm. sounds like it's a live system kind of deal, where you have it a is. health bar of how many hits you can take and a certain number of lives before the game just resets.
2: Yeah, it is structured a lot like a which, uh, live system. Uh,
0: most games... Mm-hmm. I think about it. Most games don't do a health bar and a live system. They usually do one or the other. And uh, mm. I think that kind of goes back to what I was saying before: of a health bar is kind of like a live system, but usually with a less, uh, a much. Well, they're usually both pretty harsh. I guess they both usually end in game overs. Yep. Mm. Yeah. 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 Yep. 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 yep, yep, yep. Zach. What's a different way games represent health? Um, the most
2: wonderful example. I mean, there's the other kinds of health. You guys already <laughs> talked about um, thirst and food meters, uh, but there's also mm-hmm. the sanity or the mental health meters as well.
1: Don't forget, like those. multiple live systems. Yeah,
2: there's live systems. Uh, there's. The I feel noble like we kind of ne-
1: like neglected those guys. Like it's an important part of like the history of health systems. Wow. Just no health at all, and you just die, and it's terrible. And you have like six little guys left, and they yeah. go away slowly. I'm rambling. What? Yeah, yeah, you're no, no, no. I
0: I think this is. Oh, uh, I was gonna say since we were talking about lives, we might be able to like talk about like pros and cons of using lives. Uh, just because, oh, like lives versus
2: like numerical health tracking.
0: Yeah, Ooh. because like a live system, like, how do I put this? Let me think. Let me gather my thoughts real quick on this. Yeah. Um, we've already kind of said that you know a health bar where e- if it's just like segmented hits, like like Legend of Zelda, where it's like you take a hit and it does X amount of portions of a heart. Or a numerical thing like a Final Fantasy or RPG kind of thing. All of those are really... If you really, really want to boil it all down are lives on a game where you you take a hit and in an old arcade one, you just like restart. But if you use a live system, that usually Mm. implies that you're going to restart a section. Whereas a health bar lets you continue immediately from where you are kind of deal. Right. Um... I have
1: not thought of it like that. That is true. It treats a section sort of like a trial so i'll give you that i'll give you that i mean like i know that in the games i've played with live systems where they actually kind of matter there's usually like a secondary system right like you'll have something it may not be like a one hit thing like maybe get one or two hits and then you reset Mm
0: -hmm. so
1: and then there's like the games that like they'll reset the section and forego the entire like live system completely like Rayman these days, like there's no live system in that game. It's just sort of like if you die, you restart from the last save or checkpoint, and they just kind of forego the whole like, oh no. Is there another all kind gone. of? Is
2: there another kind of health system?
1: Um. Well, I mean, it's. I don't our... think so. I think don't you just pop and that's it? I mean, I if I remember correctly, you can get, like, a little heart that... You can, you can get hearts to, like, let you take one or two hits, mm-hmm. but, like, once those are out, it's, like, you just restart the boss, restart the section. Oh, wow. All um, right. Yeah.
0: Go Rayman, yeah. I guess. I mean, well, I don't know. The whole live system seems kind of uh, anti- an- antiquated? There we go. Antiquated. Yeah. In, mm-hmm. in modern games now. Because most mm-hmm. modern game Like, the live system was originally in... Like arcade games, where it was a way of, I put a quarter in, I got three tries, and after that, I'm done. It was to buy, it was to measure how many sets you got per coin. But now that most are on like hand, on like consoles or PCs and stuff like that, I already bought the game. If I run out of lives, I'm just going to restart the thing. Yeah. Um, and you can make the argument of like, it's kind of like how Mario still has lives. You can make mm-hmm. the argument of, okay mario has three lives and if he dies that's a game over but i already i'm not putting more coins in i'm just gonna restart so why have the live system at all kind i think of it deal. can
1: enforce the structure of a game you know like it can i know in like the 3d sonics if you died like you completely ran out of lives you have to restart a level and it was sort of arbitrary but mm. it kind of worked like i don't know i i guess that's fair like in the modern sense like having
0: lives will let you you die you go back to a certain point you you'll do this x amount of times before you have to do the entire section over again kind of deal Hmm. my
1: my stance on it is it is antiquated it is part of like an old system it was originally so that you would pump more quarters in i think it works in some games and if it shows up i don't immediately hate it yeah
2: it it can work it can definitely work Mm
0: -hmm. i guess i'm thinking of like when i played uh i really thought about this when i was playing mario galaxy and the reason mm-hmm. i did is because mario galaxy throws so many like one-up mushrooms at you that it almost didn't matter and i kind of wondered why do we even why do we still have this mm-hmm. um because like like that was the thing of like okay i'm in a level i, I go to the level i'm doing the star mm-hmm. if i die i'm gonna go back to i'm gonna go back to the beginning of the level and start mm-hmm. that over uh, now, later Mario games had, a like, a health bar, and I think that was more t- to accommodate 3D, like, weird 3D jumping, because it'd be mm-hmm. kind of unfair if you immediately die. Mm-hmm. Right. But you go back to the beginning. So, why arbitrarily tick down this number until I just get g- kicked back to the hub world, where I then walk back to this world to start it over again?
1: You know, I had the exact same thing happen to me in... Um story time in sonic adventure 2 um i every time you get 100 rings you get a life you get a guy by the end of that game i had like 90 lives and it didn't really matter at all whatsoever like getting that like it was kind of fun to get an extra guy in the beginning but then it was just like oh this is like a prize i guess Mm -hmm. like it's kind of like a like you feel good because you got a thing that's supposed to be good but it becomes useless by the end you know
2: yeah, it's sort of like getting money at the end of a a, a big power. Like it, at the at the very very end of a role playing game, you'll have so much goddamn cash, you won't have any idea what the fuck to do with it.
1: Mm-hmm. And so you just
2: be, and then you'll be like, ah, oh, we defeated some monsters and got some money out of it, and they're like, I don't care because it doesn't have any value to me.
1: Zach, what games are you playing, and why don't they have extremely expensive costume options for you, like? And oh, do they ever. <laughs> you could buy
0: it with with in-game money, but don't you want to pay real money? Oh God.
1: No, I'm talking like in-game You can't game tell, but I'm using my
0: marketing eyes on you. Is I'm talking working? about
1: in-game systems, dude. Like, just buy a billion potions and a billion weapons and just, like, fucking screw around. Like, that's what I do.
0: <laughs> uh, speaking of RPGs, I've actually really... I don't know. I've always really liked RPG health systems, and I know that might sound weird because of how simple they are.
3: Yeah, they're very simple. But,
0: but I think, like... Most RPG systems I've seen don't just have a health bar; it's a health mm-hmm. bar or a numerical value, and I always like that you can see, like, immediately. Like, oh, I am at forty out of five hundred. That's really not good.
2: Yeah, it's, it's always nice to be able to see that. Um, I also like it when they give you uh, percentages. Percentages are always nice to have. Mm-hmm. Um, so that I way, like what? that way, that way, like you can be like, oh, I'm at eighty-five percent, and then I got hit by this specific attack in this specific manner and it took me from 85% to like 65% okay so that attack is gonna do about 20% every time
0: so let me ask you a question Zach you've played a bunch of RPGs is there any RPG that only or I guess any games but I feel like an RPG would do this where it shows health only as a percentage Um, because when I think of it it's like it's a numerical like here's your current HP and max HP and then having a percentage is nice but is there ever one that's just like "Not here's 100 percent. if you take a hit it does x amount of percent
2: basically just any health system in which your health is 100 um mm. is what you're asking i'm guessing uh i actually i have not seen that in the game but i made that game
3: Ooh. Mm. um
2: for a project and this is this is a super jank game by the way this like fully text game and I had, a, I had a full game loop which was super nice um but it was this like wizard battle simulator um mm-hmm. in which everything like your health and your mono were both checked by percentages mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. and oh, the health this. was actually a really simple like i
1: remember this
2: yeah the health you were in that class i think
1: i know that's why i remember it
2: yeah it was a fun little wizard battle duel thing um i liked it the, the, the mana system was actually the interesting part of it, but the health was out of 100, so it was a percentage-based mm. system.
3: Mm.
2: Um, just just by the fact that it, like, health was out of 100. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. yeah.
0: Well, I, I guess now that I think about it, yeah, having it be percentage-only would only mean uh, that it's always out of 100, and I guess all the other values would have to be, like, percent reduction, percent increase kind of deal. Yeah. Or some base value. And I mean, that's... Okay. You
2: also get... You can also simulate that percentage effect um when you do a health bar uh, um because you can because people are visual and they can guesstimate how much like what percentage of the health bar is gone by you know how much goes away when they get hit by something
0: Mm -hmm. yeah i don't know most most of the times a health bar just on its own is entirely fine and and, and like you're exactly right if you see a, a big chunk of your health bar leave it's probably best to leave. Yes, you know, just get get the get the hell out of there. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, use, use the flee option. What it? What was there? One moment in a, I think it was one of the Devil May Cries. One in one of the Virgil fights. He has like this really long combo move, and I just watched a giant chunk of my health leave. And like, I don't get hit by that again.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, that happens. I mean, that happens in like every Soulsborne fucking boss fight ever.
0: Oh god, I, um, I actually. Uh, I'll bring up the Souls games in a second because they actually do health in an interesting way. Uh, mm. But I was thinking, like, when it's usually just a health bar, uh, sometimes it's kind of hard to tell, like, oh, how much did that do? But I guess if it's all visual, uh, it's fine. I guess I always like it when it's a health bar and a numerical value kind of thing. Yeah, Th- can, that's, like,
2: that's, like, the best of both worlds right there.
0: Having a, a health bar where it's just purely visual and you see, like, portions of it fall out is nice. But having a health bar and a numerical value lets you both see on like kind of it's kind of like a macro micro thing of like in general, you've lost this much. But in on a granular numerical value, you saw this much. Um, And what I was saying is that at some point in I think it was Devil May Cry 3, you're in one of the fights and it will I just saw him do this one giant move and my whole health bar was gone. I was like, oh, well let's not get hit by that again
1: right Mm -hmm. um that's one thing about health systems i do like they can definitely help communicate who's the big bad in the game like yeah you know what's also the best what being
0: able to see a current and max health and that's something persona doesn't do wait it's really being able to it's really weird i missed that uh so in persona 5 and i noticed this in 3 4 and 5 oh boy when you go to the 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 screen like when you're on when you're in the battle screen, you see your health bar and your current health value. And when you're trying to heal your party up, it shows you your current health value. It doesn't show you the max value you're at though.
2: Oh right, yeah, never so, give you max for
0: some reason. They give so you the you can, bar,
2: but they don't give you the max.
0: Right. Well, they give it to you in a different menu. So this is me sure. mid-maxing and try to be efficient with health, with healing. I'm like, okay, do I drop the giant heal on this character or do I just need a little bit? It's like, oh just a little bit, just just a little bit. No, I didn't need to waste all of that SP healing this character.
2: Yeah, the thing is is I I've always learned that especially as you get to the end game of any persona game You're just gonna be using the full heal skill, so it doesn't matter.
3: Yeah.
0: But yeah, that's kinda of what I was saying of like in RPGs I like that they have numerical values, uh and they're usually pretty well like it's usually really clear like you have this amount. Yeah, it, it,
2: it really helps with the whole management aspect in terms of role-playing games, especially with, like, the party management things, Um, mm-hmm. it, is that it gives you nice, precise, exact values, so that way you have a lot of, like, ability to micromanage and control your uh, your character's health mm-hmm. and your party member's health um, mm-hmm. within yeah. the confines of the
0: game. But I, I kind of actually think, like, those numerical ones really only... I know this is going to sound like I contradicted what I just said. I feel like the, when it's numerical, I feel like those should only be in like rpg kind of games
2: oh yeah no, no i totally agree with you like doing that sort of like almost nannying of health only really works in a game with like a turn-based combat system or a, yeah or a uh th- there's some crpgs that do the same thing and it works
0: yeah but so. but i always mean like if you're playing devil may cry or uh you know legend of zelda or something you don't really need like well legend of Zelda's a bad example because like you have your heart meter yeah, it kind of acts like that.
2: It's that weird in between of like a, uh, a health system yeah. and a live meter. So,
0: Yeah, well, I know for a fact if I if I saw a numerical value in like the Devil May Cry, I feel like that'd be more distracting than just mm-hmm. seeing like chunks fall off. Kind That's of a good point.
1: That's a good point. Like the visual feedback is all you really need. And if you overload the player with information, then that becomes their entire game. I was going to say it's weird because I'm thinking about like games that have like a very specific numeric and I think of Metroid and I think of that like they have a hundred little units like everything is unit based and it's very it's very nice it feels very clean to me to be able to say like I have this many tanks I can very quickly know what I've got hey and that Metroid what? has a percentage based health system it's no yeah, no I mean I like it like it's kind of cool and it's I don't know like it i always feel like i'm very in control in that game despite mm. the odds against me you know like i can budget my health almost and that's really that's that's a lot of the fun that i have with it you
0: know yeah, yeah. well
1: because because
0: zach i i don't know if you've played the metroid ones but each tank is i think 99 or 100 pips so you'll see like a giant you'll see your 100 pip health bar but then you'll see like bigger blocks represent you actually have this many reserve like full health bars kind of deal oh that's pretty mm. cool yeah. Um.
2: That's like getting 400 percent health.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I was, I, I wanted to bring something up because it's something I've, I've thought about a lot in terms mm-hmm. of health bars. Uh, how the Souls series does uh, its health system.
1: Oh, go for it, man. Oh, yeah. Uh,
0: and, and it was just interesting because it's not so much how they do the health, because the, the way they do health is like it's a, it's a standard health bar. Uh, there are numerical values to it, but at a glance, you only ever see your like the visual health bar, but it's more to do with how they do healing and kind of stuff like that, which I guess is related to, uh, you know, health bars and the recovery of health kind of deal. Of um. Like I always thought, Dark Souls One's way of doing health was a really, really good way of doing that. And uh, I feel how like do they, how do they do they,
1: it? Because I I didn't really play any Dark Souls One, or I I played some of it, but like not a ton. Oh, uh, they didn't uh-huh. they didn't do the Demon Souls bullshit of cutting no, out the health bar No, so. Away.
0: Uh, I'll start with the one I like. I guess I'll do this. What's really odd about a lot of game is in, in a series is that if they do health in one game one way, they're generally going to stick with it. Like Zelda started with hearts and every heart is uh, in, in the original Zelda. Every heart was two hits because you could take a half hit. And then later they changed that to four. But it's always that way. Devil May Cry always has just a health bar. Uh, and when you get a green orb, it recovers a certain, like, a chunk of your health. The Souls series, for whatever reason, every single version has a different way of handling health and healing. All of them do. It's really weird. Hmm. Uh, Demon Souls would, uh, you'd be a, there'd be human form and a normal form. Uh, or, sorry, a human form and a soul form. I say normal form because you're usually gonna be in soul form uh soul form has 50 percent the health of human form but they also dump a bunch of healing items on you like all the time oh i didn't know um, that so uh so what you can do in demon souls is you could just go to the beginning area and run around and farm healing items oh. um it's kind of the and same s- way they do it in bloodborne remember in mm-hmm. bloodborne you you could mm-hmm. you'd be doing you be getting blood vials yes yeah i do remember yeah. farming
2: blood vials uh <laughs>
0: Death uh, to the and scholars actually, and all that. Yeah. And that's actually, I think, a point against those games where mm-hmm. uh, you have to, at some point, s- step away from what you're doing. And it kind of, it kind of breaks the, the uh, loop of the game. You have to stop your advent- like the thing you're doing right now and go farm like healing items. Like demon Souls, you'd reach a point where it's like, I need healing grass. So you need to stop and go and farm healing grass. I remember very explicitly in a couple points in Bloodborne where... I'd be on a really tough boss. You can only carry twenty blood vials at a time, but I'd have to stop, stop my runs on the boss, stop my runs on the level, and go get more blood vials. And it was super right. annoying. Yeah, right. No, I
1: I remember um, that too. Like it broke it broke a section of the game for me. And if I remember in Dark Souls, you you your Estus flasks they get completely redone, right? Like you right. get them all yeah, back yeah. in one go. So the okay. best the best way I've seen
0: he- like healing uh healing done in a in like an action RPG kind of game is with Dark Souls, where it's, you go to you go to a bonfire and you sit down and you will get five Estus Flasks anytime. Every time you sit at a bonfire, you will get five Estus Flasks. Um, and what that means is between now and the next time you sit at another bonfire, you can heal five times, guaranteed. Uh, You can spec for healing spells, but you will always have those five hits. And it was very... Uh, and it put a lot of tension and it put a lot of thought into the game of i need to conserve these five hits of estus flask so i can heal when i need to um now you there were things later in the game where you could change a bonfire and get more estus flask from it by kindling it because everything has to be fire related
2: yeah those the uh, whole games are fire related they don't tell you that when you start but you learn real quick
0: you would always have a certain you would always have a set number of healing and you had to ration out not just your health bar but how many times you could replenish it mm. uh, dark souls 2 kind of broke this system and said not only do you get your health your uh your estus flash you also have these random consumable items that you can heal with mm. and what ended up happening is you could just mm. farm those and just have shit tons of healing all the time mm. uh, and the reason i bring this up is Because not only is having a health system, like managing a health system, like important to the game, like how the player gets hit or what things take damage, but it's also important to, for a game to have good balance of how you can recover health kind of Mm -hmm. thing. That's true.
1: That's true. Like you can almost
0: trivialize things if you have too much healing.
1: Well, I mean, one thing that I find, I don't know if I call it fun, but it's always an interesting level of a game is like you, in Bloodborne. I have a limit on the amount of blood vials I can have, and I treat that like a unit of health. Mm-hmm. However, uh, if I'm not paying attention, doesn't matter how many I have, I can die and just lose it all real quick. You know, so it's mm-hmm. like, like the potion system, right? I th- like that's I think what I'm getting at, right? Is like you can, if you're managing yourself well, then you like the health system kind of works. If you just like throw every if you throw caution to the wind, then like a health system can work completely against you and just like fuck you over because you weren't paying attention to keeping yourself maintained.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's weird like when it I almost think in Bloodborne, I almost would have liked it if you always had like you go back to the Hunter's Dream and you just restocked on 20 blood vials. Honestly, that's how they should have That would have been better. Like and then you could pick up more runes or maybe do some in-game thing to carry more blood vials kind of like mm-hmm. how they yeah. had kindling yeah
2: no i know um, it's like with with bloodborne in particular like 20 blood vials was enough like you never needed more than that
1: well like what I, happened is well, we ended up farming right like i remember yeah. like going to that one section where they had all the like the ghost scholars and being like well i guess i'm just you know whacking the weeds today
2: i love how you and, call like, them ghost scholars because well, that's nice.
1: kind of what they look like i don't know but it, yeah, like it on it, it felt like literal farming because i had like uh, i had the sauce beer so it's just like yep slap slap, <laughs> slap, slap. there's farmer <laughs> there's farmer drew killing them bergenworth scholars again oh yep. yeah looks like a fine crop today
0: yeah well <laughs> i
1: hope it does well sell good on the market oh that patches the spider i tell you what Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. we have all become terrible farmers you know
0: like like i was saying like it's just i'm trying to think because like most of the times in like an rpg like having potions is fine but when it's like those when it has this loop kind of thing Mm -hmm. it just pulls you out of that loop of doing Mm -hmm. things Mm -hmm. like if an Mm -hmm. arcade game or like a platformer said hey you have you can heal but you're gonna have to go back previous levels to stock up on healing it's like no just refill me like, well, because it yeah. he gets the live like, system Druso.
1: thing of like we're farming. Why are we doing this? I mean, and yeah. then there's
2: and then there's the worst case scenario, which is uh, Dragon Age Inquisition's um, multiplayer. Zach's system. favorite
1: game. Zach's favorite game <laughs> ever. I, that he I, always I loves, of loves to talk so often.
2: <laughs> this. This is actual a real legitimate like I never played their multiplayer for this reason in particular. You had to. Okay. You could. You paid real money to get fucking health potions. Shut up! Whoa! No, terrible. <laughs> that that was a real thing. In Dragon Age, inclusion multiplayer,
0: like all right, uh, tangent time. I'm really getting upset with the hey guys microtransactions for consumable items. I'm like, fuck oh, right off
2: with that. That's the mm. worst kind of microtransaction. I don't. But back,
0: but back to your example.
2: But yeah, no, like it, it. Like you would pay money, actual real money, to get more health potions, um, and then they like they tied your success. Like it basically was cutting back on a resource. And if the party you randomly were grouped with didn't succeed, then they all were punished for it. So there was a social pressure to go buy more health potions.
1: Oh, fuck. That's evil. That's, That's like,
0: actually evil. That's so That is genius. Let's do that in a game. I'm not
2: entirely certain if they planned it. They probably designed it such that you could beat it without all those health potions, or maybe they didn't. I'm not sure. I never played it because I looked at that system and said, fuck that. I'm not throwing money at this game. (laughs) Like, I I looked at it immediately. It was just like, I can't play multiplayer here now.
1: I'm surprised Um, that wasn't a bigger story. That sounds like, that sounds
2: really messed up. I mean, Dragon Age Inquisition came out multiple (laughs) years ago, so it it was a story when it came out i see mm.
3: Mm.
2: well uh,
0: anything
1: anything else on health
0: systems or anything um i'm ready for design
1: club how about you guys i'm ready for design club are you ready adam it's time i could be ready okay Let me check
0: my health bar yeah, what's I've it say no health- I've got okay. enough health
1: to do this section. I'm I'm All good. Right. I've I have no healing items, but I, I I think I can do it. All right. All right. Well then, everybody, bum 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 bum. It is time for the Design Club Challenge, and I bet you can guess what a Design Club Challenge might be. Uh, That's right. right. <laughs> the
0: ultimate sandwich-based game.
1: <laughs> um. Yes. And if you can't figure do that, out how to re- scare
2: someone in the best way possible
1: oh very close my friends no you both are wrong the answer oh. is create a revolutionary well. new health system ah that done never seen before mm. it could be I, great it can be I terrible. literally
2: <laughs> i literally already have an idea i've been sitting literally like this. i okay you i mean, already have an idea late late after my grammar um I've been thinking about this. I I read this and I came up with this and I've been si- I've been sitting on this for a long time. But I'm ready. uh injury tags.
1: What are injury tags, Zach?
2: Oh boy, here we go. Um so it's things like sort of like your leg is crippled or you know, you've you're winded or or maybe not winded, but basically what you do is you have a sort of like a stamina or like an energy meter of how much energy you mm-hmm. have and you can keep going even when you don't have energy. It's just you're a lot weaker but mm-hmm. then you have an injury tag system and sort of like it, the injuries are tracking the damage that you take so like if you break an arm or something you'll be like broken arm injury or it'll be mm-hmm. this or that is, the is this,
0: like, this is like the fallout thing of like you land on your legs yeah, and you broke your but legs because it has like 99% or it has 99 health or something like that
2: yeah so, so this is that system but you get rid of the health bar
0: oh
2: um, and so there is no like strict numerical value being checked Um, instead, you're just sort of, like, you look at the injuries you have, you look at the, like, total amount of energy you have overall, and then you just Mm -hmm. go, like, you know what? I think it's time to call it a day.
3: Hmm.
2: Um, What kind of
1: game would this be suited for, do you think?
2: I think, um, it would be a game that would be well-suited to, um, I think a shooter would actually do pretty decently with that. Um... And I think, um... I think like a third person sort of action RPG would do really well with this kind of a system uh, because you sort of like have your energy to sort of like measure like how like how hard can I swing uh, like how how well do I move
3: mm-hmm. to sort of
2: measure that in a way that sort of scales up and down and then the injuries are for sort of like you just got really hurt by somebody somebody really like hammered you in the leg and now you're like limping or something to yeah. sort of like measure bad scenarios as they come up um and then you can die if like in the way in which you pick up injuries is sort of like dependent on the context of the situation in which you've been injured and so you mm-hmm. can you, like you can die from like zero you can go from zero to dead basically um you, just like in hit. real life yeah just like in real life it's a very simulationy kind of system
0: right mm. and i also think the, the way of doing tags um uh, and may- maybe you kind of said, it. it seems like tags might be suited more to something where you're not necessarily needing to be, uh, I think the term you used was health nannying stuff. Yeah. Uh, because from the way I understand the health tagging is that like games like Fallout have l- numerical values on your limbs and they can receive status ailments like broken or stuff like that. Right, yeah. But yeah. this would kind of say there's no numerical thing. It's just a like this is injured and that means this this is you know you've suffered two injuries on this it almost seems like it's better to a more narrative heavy game where you don't Mm -hmm. necessarily need to worry that hey you have 50 health left it's more no you have two injuries you take another one and like yeah it's as much of your leg
2: it's it's kind of like the uh um oh i know what it is uh it's sort of like the apocalypse world of um health systems uh, and that's a weird analogy to make because I don't think either of you know what Apocalypse World is.
1: No. Um, it is
2: basically a... I think they do track it numerically. Oh, dang. Anyways. Zach, we need context real bad. It, it's basically the, like... It, it. Adam makes a really strong point. It is the narrative heavy way. It's, it's the very, very narrative way of um, uh, including that sort of...
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, health well, system. I, I like the I like the system because what it means is is that any number of situations can put you injured, and it kind of you, you kind of focus more on the narrative context of what happened instead mm. of the I just lost thirty health. Yeah, kind of exactly.
2: Thing. It's it's sort of like it's a way of like removing the abstraction that a health system
0: is. That's by the yeah. way that's
2: that's something we never fucking brought up about the roles of a health system. It's a way of abstracting things.
0: Yeah, it's abstracting. Um how much or to a degree that something has happened Mm. to your body. Yeah. Anyways. It's a pretty good one. Yeah. Do you guys,
1: do you guys have good ones? Drew,
0: you got one at the moment or any,
1: Uh, anything to add? I was, I was thinking of one. It's very situational. I was thinking of kind of like a vampire system. Oh my. Um, yes. So the idea would be, this is some kind of action heavy game or something, something fast. I don't know. Um, and the idea would be maybe you have like a sort of standard health system you know hp mana whatever and perhaps you get into some kind of mode where you have to continually do something in order to survive right so i say vampire system like maybe you have a bunch of enemies and you have to continually kill them or drain their blood or do something do something so that your health is constantly being restored because it is constantly dropping down while while you are in this mode hmm. now i know this exists in other games it tends to be more mana based it tends to not be like a game over state but i think a really fun game could exist around something that is enforcing you to always be on the go always be on the run and always be in the in this sort of actiony state you know, like I'm thinking about the kind of activity the player has to do to survive, and making it more offensive as opposed Man. to like being real safe. Okay. You know what I mean? So I got think of so what was think of like oh go ahead Zach.
2: So could you repeat the gist of that for a second? Because I uh, you you said you said vampire system, and I immediately went to something. So
1: oh okay. Um, what I'm saying is basically a system where you can survive normally, or you can kind of gambit with it and go into a mode where you will be granted power of some kind based off the context of the game Mm -hmm. but you need to do a certain activity continuously otherwise your health will drip down automatically and you will die like say vampire system maybe you have to continuously knock out some people or like kill Mm -hmm. someone in order to restore enough health to keep going to get to the next safe zone of some kind or Mm -hmm. transformation zone of some kind
0: what i was going to say drew is man can you mm-hmm. imagine a game like like dishonored like i guess it'd be more vampire themed but it'd be like you want to sneak around but your health is dropping so you are gonna have to attack somebody
1: no exactly like, right like caught kind of like based off the context of the game i feel like it could be super tense like like you said a stealth game like dishonored like you want to be sneaky you don't want to get caught but you also have this ticking timer going down and you gotta feed real soon so, I don't know if that's even really a health system, but I think it would at least, like, enforce the player I, to do something. You know I've what I mean? I've seen a
0: couple zombie-style games, and I think uh, I think Resident Evil Outbreak did something similar to this, where you start the game off infected with the T-virus, mm-hmm. and as it ticks up, you have your rate... Of it, the way it tracks health is you if your infection kind of deal. Mm-hmm. So, getting attacked mm-hmm. or getting hurt increases mm-hmm. your infection, infection percentage. But you can find okay. vials to drop it down. Uh, so you concert on the run of, like, I got to find the next vial kind of thing. It's a little different from what you were talking about, Drew, where you mm-hmm. do an action. But it has the same thing of your health is ticking down and you need to keep finding an item or
1: progressing to not die. And dilly-dallying too much kind of kills you. Well, the thing is, with this system, the entire game is based around that right like it's the health system is kind of the game you know like the the activity to refill that bar it could be anything but it's really all about just like it's almost like just management really like when i say it like that it almost doesn't seem as fun um mm. i don't know it's like you gotta you gotta maintain yourself I'm i guess i'm thinking about a system where it's not just it's not enough to just sit on your butt and not do anything bad you have to actively do something to keep yourself going oh man what if it was an action game where your
0: combo like your combo meter was your health bar
1: whoa F- think of so, like devil may cry oh, it was like what? okay
0: you have this much health if you aren't doing a stylish combo your health is going down oh, oh man that's intense. you have to do it you have to do like this level of combo and up for it to stop doing that or and then possibly get healing to get more oh that that sounds brutal
1: yeah that That sounds brutal brutal. Uh, i mean dude bro adam bro adam do you do you have any other systems do you have anything anything to add to our wonderful
0: i kind of like this idea of a really heavy action game like a devil may cry or a metal gear rising thing where Mm -hmm. your health is dripping i guess this kind of builds off your thing drew because i honestly Mm. can't uh it kind of builds off your your thing true where it's like mm-hmm. you need to be doing like doing x amount of combo or something to gain this amount of health back or prevent mm-hmm. your health from going down because mm-hmm. it incentivizes you to learn like the combo system and at and keeps the action going mm-hmm. because you can't stop and like do stuff and it but if you want to you have to either have enough health to go off and do that thing to be able to come back or or know mm-hmm. ahead like okay I can do this but in the next fight I know I can do better to
1: get the health back kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. ever see those movies uh, uh, like the, the Crank movie with yeah. uh, what's his name? I'm kind of thinking of like something Jason like Statham. that. Jason Statham. That was his name. That was Jason Statham is too good his heart <laughs> is going too fast.
2: All right.
0: Oh gracious. Um in terms of like like a raw new idea for health um mm-hmm. I I'm at least having trouble thinking of one because uh when I think of like health system, I guess the ones that are really interesting to me are the ones that survival games do, where like every little minute thing ends up getting tracked, kind of deal.
1: Hmm. Um, so, would you like say a, like a Resident Evil game that like really tracks everything about your character? Like, I guess not, because like even
0: with health, it's all that that game actually does a really poor job of tracking health. Resident Evil has always been like Resident Evil has uh, three states: good, okay, and bad. And mm. it is not clear when you transition to one or the other.
1: Mm. There.
0: That's a really bad health system. Yeah. <laughs> um, I see. I
1: guess I'm trying to think. Like, I may not be able to actually think of one
0: beyond that. Well, how about, like, how about this? Let's take through. that
1: bad health system. How would you improve it? Would it just be adding a numeric? Like, Just like give it some more wiggle room? Well, like... I think one of the things Resident Evil
0: does already do is it, your character will visibly be in a different like when you're in a bad health state your mm-hmm. character will literally be hunched over with their hand on their side and, and uh and when they walk around there will be blood dripping behind them kind of deal mm-hmm. Th- that shows you you're in a really bad state but right. i'd almost say having more of those to show more incremental kind of change kind of the uh that would be health
2: that would be really cool a nice like
0: like if you're at like top health your character is completely upright and you can immediately tell like okay I am, I am in a good state and I um, and if you take a hit maybe their arms kind of droop or they, or they're kind of sad like or they kind of struggle a bit more and as you go on they do eventually end up in that limping state which I kind of like because it in Resident Evil it keeps you in the atmosphere because there isn't a health bar on the screen it keeps you focused in the moment mm-hmm. um, but I also think it would help to be like am I in green or am I in the yellow zone because I really don't know right now so having mm-hmm. more of those might help
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Well, well, that is good. Yep. Or is it okay? Or is it okay? Because I can't tell.
1: Uh, I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say. Um, I'm gonna that say was it's good. good.
2: Holy fuck! <laughs> that was I. That was a funny. It's It's late,
1: and I'm tired,
2: and that was funny. Thank you, Adam.
0: Whoa! What's your What's your sleep meter at? Your health uh, sleep? Uh, pretty shit. Oh well.
1: Well. On- i mean we've been going for a while um how about this yeah, unless anyone's got any other revolutionary systems let's do some pour outs let's get a lesson going and let's cap off this tonight what do you say mm-hmm. i
2: say yay um all right uh i can start the toast right now i got a couple of toasts and one do pour your toasts. Out. um
1: do your toast my friend. i'm gonna
2: do i'm gonna my first toast is going to be to the game code vein mm-hmm. um and that was the vampire oh, thing Lord. that i got triggered by um, it is literally described as anime and vampires meets bloodborne.
0: Yeah. Yep. That's I, exactly what that game is. Yep. <laughs> yep.
1: Yep. I, I hope it does well. I'm, I'm skeptical. I don't know if it's for me, but for those yeah. who it appeals to, good for them. Drew,
0: that game is far too anime for you to it handle. It is
2: super anime. Um, I have only seen screenshots. Um, and the other toast I want to make is to a game that's currently in development called Phoenix Point.
3: Ooh. Um...
2: And that is a, it is like an XCOM style game, but it's got a lot more of the top level strategy elements going on with it. And it is literally, it is literally being developed by one of the two guys, well, one of the two designers for the original XCOM, like way back in the day. Ooh. Yeah. So that's, that's going to be a fun one. Um, and then I'm going to, uh, have a pour out for Horizon Zero Dawn, uh, because I tried playing it again and I just. Kind of got bored and didn't care.
0: <gasps> you mean Horizon Zero Yawn? Whoa. Well,
1: that was, that was pretty brutal. I, I came up this with that on my burn. own. burn. All right. I like you guys it. got some toast and pour-outs? I have uh, a toast and a pour-out. but oh, yes. No, no. Let go, me... Drew. All right. So, you started your uh, first. Okay. So, um, for my toast, uh, I would actually... I have a bottle of wine in front of me, and I just want to read oh what's God. on the back of it. I just... This is my toast. My toast is to skeleton wine. This luscious Malbec abounds with aromas of violet, plum, and blackberry jam on the palate. Rich, fresh fruit, and vibrant acidity make for a lovely finish. That's my toast. When he he said skeleton (laughs) wine,
0: I really wasn't wasn't expecting that.
2: Yeah, I wasn't at all expecting
0: that. So I was kind of stunned silent.
2: Yeah, same.
1: There you go. Okay, and then so, my
2: pour out. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Um,
1: Drew, what? What? Why is the skeleton I, wine not making a bunch of bone puns? I don't know, dude. I don't know. It here it is. It's skeleton wine, wines with backbone. Ah, there we go. Uh, yeah. They, okay. There it is. Okay, we're good. We're good. We doing it. Right. And, the, and then my pour out uh, goes to uh, Visceral Games because they they done got closed. Oh, it's a very sad oh, story. Right, and I got to yeah. pour out for them because we got to represent them. So uh, pour out thing to, to those visceral. guys.
0: Mm-hmm. visceral did an awesome job doing health bars and dead space i love the way that it was like just a piece of ui on isaac's suit that yeah was that? That, was, that was good that was good
1: that was smart uh, they were smart folks
0: i have a toast and a pour out uh i have a toast to a game uh, uh it's a tabletop game called uh kingdom death monster it and how oh, they do nice. health system and i really like the way they do it it's a kind of a combination of you have your your chest your legs your arms and head kind of thing and you take hits to that and if you take too many hits you roll on a uh on a hit uh list uh, not a hit list what what do you call it like injury a injury table uh, in thank you an injury table and depending on how you roll it can range from your like chest was hurt and you cracked a rib to your heart exploded and your character is dead
1: oh Whoa, no. shit uh, by the way if your character cracked
2: a rib, they'd be in some serious shit.
0: Oh, yeah. That's like you have to... It's on a... Uh, you roll a d10. If you roll a zero or a one or a two, you are instant dead. Oh, no. And there's an injury table for each hit zone, mm, including wow. the brain. Wow. Oh, dear. Oh, it reminded, dear. So, y- your, uh, your your health thing, Zach kind of reminded me of that. So, I, that's why yeah. I'm giving it a, a toast. Uh, and a pour out... Um, I know I made a joke and it seemed insensitive, but yes, I am very, uh, I my heart goes out to the people in Santa Rosa with the fire. Uh, this is just a cap off, like, yeah, hope everything's going well, kind of deal. Yeah, yeah for real, for real.
1: Yeah. 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 Well,
0: anyways. A- and to break this silence, <laughs> Zach, yeah. um... a lesson of the day, please.
2: Hey there, everybody. It's time now for the lesson of the day. Today's lesson is... When you're worried about someone's house being burned down in a fire, or if you're worried about how they're feeling, you can always check Wildfires dot Sorry, sorry, Wildfires dot gov to check in on the uh, official website to see if those fires are uh, in fact burning down that person's home. Um, unfortunately, it doesn't tell you what you know. It doesn't help with their health, but you can call them. And uh, that's the lesson of the day. Thanks, everybody.
1: Well, what thanks oddly specific Zach. lesson, Zach? That was a very valid lesson. A very good lesson indeed. I what a, that uh, comes from personal experience. Uh, well, you know, man. best lessons too. All right, Drew, send us home folks thank you so much for listening we love it when you listen to us we love it when you leave reviews we love it when you tell your friends about us talking to each other um and if you do have anything to say to us you can reach us at teamnitwick at gmail.com that's team n-i-t-w-i-c at gmail.com this week's music is by pro leader wonderful guy we've had him for a while and uh you should check him out if you like it and next week is our Halloween special Spooktacular. So Ooh. be on the ready for that. That's going to be a fun one full of all kinds of terrible puns, ghost stories, and whatever the heck else we decide to throw into it. It's That's going to be great. Right.
0: Once you run out of health, you'll become a ghost and join the Spooktacular podcast. Ooh. Ooh. Ooh.
1: Until that terrifying night. Um, stay safe. We love you. And we'll talk to you real soon. Goodbye, everybody.
3: Woo. Goodbye.
1: G- ghost
2: noises for the next one, dude. Goodbye, everyone. Uh
0: Ghost noises all the time. <laughs> Bye, everybody. I'm not afraid of...